God is great. Is it that simple? God is great. Don't get no simpler than that, bro. Did you know that? I mean, I'm, I'm, everybody knows that, but the way you know it now, did you know it before that incident took place? You can know it all you want, but until you got to pick up that cross that you can't carry, and he picks it up for you and carries you and the cross, then you know. We live. We live. Y'all know the energy we on today. We know what's going on like outside. We know what's going chair. on outside. But we're here for that. We're here for y'all to have fun. We're here for y'all to enjoy yourselves. Mama, we got you. Mama Sita, we got you. Vanessa, we got you. We had to celebrate. We had to celebrate. We know we aware of what's going on outside, but we had to celebrate. Uh, uh. This stuff is starting now. It's the same thing. I know what time it is. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Just for today. Just for today. Kobe Bryant face. I'm going to need you to do me the honor. Kobe Kobe. Bean Bryant face. Yeah, that's where we at. That's where we at. That's where we at. That's where we at. Just so you know, we are here to celebrate. Uh, Rest in peace to those that lost their lives. That's not what we're going to do. We're here to celebrate the person. Come on. One of my favorite uh stories, this is honoring both uh Gigi and Kobe. Kobe was coaching their team. And they lost to a team 22-21. And then there's a picture of Kobe's team jumping in front of the scoreboard, 127, <laughs> 135 to 27. And the caption said, two years ago. They beat us 22-21. This nigga, <laughs> hey, those little girls sitting at loss <laughs> for two years. And the next time they face each other, it sounds was 135-27. Sounds about Kobe. Sounds sounds about right for That's my crazy. man. Um, one of the things I did enjoy about this uh weekend was people saying, uh, if you thought the stories your grandfather and your uncle if you thought the lies they told at the cookout was something, wait till we start the Kobe stories. Yeah. And uh, one of them was Kobe. Remember that time Kobe played uh, Bron and Mello and in a game of 21 and spotted them 20 and still beat them by two. <laughs> you can't hold me. Um, somebody else said, yeah, that one time in Rucker Park, Kobe put up 76 left-handed because somebody in the crowd said <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have Kobe a- and Rucker Park is nasty. <laughs> with the left. With 76 the- with the left. <laughs> Just because somebody said he ain't got no left. Oh, man. I saw, um, saw somebody else say he got the Black Mama name because he was in the studio with Hope when he was recording the Black album. And he was like, yo... I think I'm going to go with Black Mamba. And then a week later, the Black album dropped. <laughs> so. Yo, not for nothing, when you Google Black Mamba, Kobe comes up. It, before the snake. It, it, it's only it right. Like, I was like, okay, this is crazy. It's only right. <laughs> um, and his lightheartedness, I'm going to ask you, do you believe Wilt's 100 was real? 
We we going to place and we coming back. But yeah, for sure. There's no footage. I got, uh, it doesn't I got, matter. He was he was bigger than everybody. They weren't. It was a bunch of white dudes. Listen, if Kobe could score 81 on Jalen Rose and I the seen Raptors, tape. I seen tape and they played every Jalen day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I know for sure Will scored 100 <laughs> points on them little white dudes that was running up and down the court. For sure, I, he probably did it twice. <laughs> Wilt's averages are disgusting. It's like 50 and 30. Those yeah. are his averages. Yeah. But yeah. It's totally believable. I, I got I got video of uh, 81 being scored. I'm just saying, Wilt, I ain't never seen a video clip still to this day. They try, They probably tried to bury it. Super racist. Same. It ain't, it ain't really look good that, that the Negro <laughs> put up 100 <laughs> on the white folks. <laughs> Uh, give me your favorite uh, Mamba moment if you got one. Uh, so for those that don't know, my years in high school, I was a Laker fan up until it came time to pick a side between Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> like, and you know, a lot of us, <laughs> a lot of us went with Shaq. Um, so my favorite moment is that lob to Shaq in the Western Conference Finals versus the uh, the Blazers. Blazers. Uh, we were down and it was looking real shaky, real baby. shaky baby. And that lob turned the whole energy around, and that was the first chip that they won together. Um, yeah, I remember early in a career hating this man, and only because he took my guy AI out of the finals. Um, we got one win, and then it was <laughs> it was the Lakers team that won. Yeah, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, after that. Yeah. But, almost um, swept the entire postseason. Hasn't been done again, <clears throat> right? I think the, the Warriors did. They didn't sweep the entire. They, didn't the entire, they swept the Western Conference. It was like. Which is what the Lakers did as well. Yeah. But um, as a person who grew up hating this man because he took the. Like many people that hated Jordan because he stopped their favorite players from mm-hmm. winning. Uh. But it was a respectful hate. It wasn't a, and even even in speaking about him, it was like this nigga's trash. Yeah, this nigga's garbage. But it was legit. <laughs> me just hating. Yeah, <laughs> and the turn for me happened when I was in college. I remember vividly, eighty-one point game. We spoke about it. Yeah, I thought it was a error. I thought it was a ticket error. I said, Kobe Bryant, eighty-one point. I'm like, there's no way in the world. Then watch the replay, and I was like. Oh. oh, he really did that. <laughs> well, okay. He really Shut did me that. up. Um, but my my favorite moment would be in person at the garden when he had 61. I was in the garden. You were there. I was there. Oh. I was there. I was light looking. flex. It was, it was a little light. It was a little light. It was a light flex. I never saw Kobe play in person. It was a little light. Uh shout out to Tiffany because she's the one that got the tickets. Um, big up to you and your connect. Uh yeah, we were sitting there. She's a big Lego fan. I'm a big basketball fan. She was like, you want to go to a Knicks game? I was I like, the Knicks? Well, I never knew she was a Laker fan. She's, she's, admittedly, she's just a Kobe fan. When LeBron came, she was like, so? I don't... Yeah. But, yeah. So we went to the game. Um, these two guys in front of us, they were Laker fans as well. And the entire time, these niggas were heckling the hell out of the crowd. And I remember when he had 50... One of the guys turned around and yelled, sorry, Nick fans. <laughs> he just gave y'all 50 in your own building. 
so I remember laughing at the fact that I was like, dang, this nigga's really dropping. And then at the end of the day, nigga had 61. And I was like, okay. So that's my favorite moment. Um, I do like Mark Cuban saying nobody's wearing 24. Yeah. I do like Detroit, everybody wearing yeah. a version of 8 and 24. Yeah. Um, I saw someone put on Twitter, they should make that the official numbers for the All-Star game. I agree with that. East and West. Yeah. Have I, one team wear number 8 and the other team wear number 24. I, yeah. I'm behind that. Um, Adam Silva, this is not really about you, but sort of kind of is. You dropped the ball again. Yeah. Some of the, the a lot of games. I saw been. Uh, Johan uh, commented on one of my posts. He was like, he don't think it's Adams' call to make, and I'm like, whoever's call it was, like they dropped the ball because I've never seen so many grown men cry, fam, in like the span of 48 hours, and those dudes were visibly, visibly shaken. Yeah, not in the mindset to compete on the level that they're you know accustomed to. It was completely unfair. You know what I mean? You just think about someone losing someone in your life. You're not going to work the next day. That's the beauty almost in the craziness is that that nigga would have wanted you to go out. And yeah, because he had the ability to compartmentalize mm-hmm. yeah. his entire life. But a lot of people aren't built like the mama mentality. A lot of people, that's a mantra for them now. Um, but and a lot of people that. aren't really built for that. Yeah. Built like that. I saw DeMar DeRozan. He was shaking and Pop had to go and rub his shoulders. And uh, the other night, Larry Nance Jr., he was crying so bad. His eyes were red. He had to leave the floor do to, you, you know, collect do you, his... Do you know the backstory of Larry Nance and Kobe? Before Larry Nance became a Laker, he sent a tweet pretty much saying... He, it was bashing Kobe to the high heavens. Oh, this guy's terrible. He's a ball hog. Blah, 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 blah. So Larry Nance comes to the Lakers... Gets Kobe's teammate and yeah, realizes, yeah, like, oh, this yeah. guy isn't as bad as yeah. what my tweet. I remember him apologizing for the tweet later on, saying how you know everybody's cop out. Yeah. I was young, I didn't know any better, yeah, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, but I, they got it right for Tuesday night's game, with which the, was yes. supposed to be the Clippers and the Lakers. Obviously, it's at the Staples Center. Um, they postponed the game. The Lakers did ask the league. So maybe that wasn't the league's decision. The Lakers asked the league to postpone this game because they just were not ready. And uh, the Clippers acquiesced and, you know, they agreed to do it. Uh, you know, Jerry West was shaking up. Doc Rivers, that Doc Rivers clip messed me up. I haven't watched SportsCenter Uh and I usually don't watch sports center. Like if a team I hate wins the championship, I, I go on my my sports center <laughs> yeah, hiatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh this I, I've been on a sports center hiatus only because I want to remember the good, even with um yeah. the story I shared. I've with been the, watching it only because when when I see grown men cry, especially athletes, it, it pulls on my heartstrings. Um, but also the stories that these athletes have about Kobe that you don't normally get to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's been interesting. To hear those, uh, to hear those stories, watching Jay William, uh, you know, break down on the air, Jimmy Jackson, I saw Jason Whitlock even as much as I hate him, but he he got choked up on air the other day, Marcellus, like all of these guys, Nick Wright, and it was just crazy to see even like journalists, 
mm-hmm. know what I mean? Guys who never even stepped foot on the court, just so impacted by the legacy that he's left behind. It's just, it's been remarkable to uh, to watch these past couple of days. And you sit there and you have your moments of like, damn, this man is really gone. Like his family. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like his family's never going to be the same. The other families that were on board that helicopter, never going to be the same. A husband, a wife, and a, and a child all in one. Like that's just three members like that gone. Like, the family dynamic of the tragedy is probably what hit me the most. Mm-hmm. You know, at first when the when the news broke, I'm like, Kobe? Like, one of the girls, she DM'd me. She was like, hey, Mel, I know you know everything about sports. I'm like, yeah, what happened? And she sent me the thing, like, Kobe Bryant died. I'm like, what? I was like, well, let me check Twitter, see what, see what the temperature is. Um, you see the TMZ stuff. You see people like, oh, God, no, please, let this be fake news. Nobody's confirming the sheriffs, the LA County sheriffs weren't really confirming anything. So I'm like, all right, maybe this is just teams you got it wrong. Yeah. Teams you got it wrong. And then it starts to come out and it's like getting kind of obvious. And it's like, bruh. And in that moment, I almost forgot. I was like, I really liked Kobe. Fam. And it, it brought that back to me just in that instance. I'm like, yeah, I was a I was a fan until you had to pick between him and Shaq. <laughs> and I was like, I went with Shaq to the Heat, and then we got D-Wade, and it was like, okay, I'm a Heat lifer now. And then, you know, basketball just, it was LeBron, it was Steph, it was James Harden, it was Giannis. It was kind of like, you kind of lost sight of Kobe a little bit. And I'm like, damn, I really love Kobe. And then it was just like when the news that the daughter was there, because she was one of the first ones that I thought about. I'm like, damn, Gigi's going to... Andrew actually texted me. He was like, damn, Gigi's going to be an animal now. I'm like, yeah, that's probably going to hit her worse than any of them. And then when it came out that she was on there, I'm like, that that did it for me. You know what? How I looked at that... <clears throat> and I, I had to smile because I was... Uh, I had knots in my stomach. And yeah, I, And me too. people were like... People kept asking me. I was at work, and this guy that usually is a, he, he's a practical joker. So he came up, and he said it. And I was like, nigga, all right, today is not the day. Yeah. And um, what I found joy in in all of that was thinking you couldn't handle two uh, mambas. That's the only logical reason that I keep bringing to the forefront. See, in that I moment, I, I, I had no silver lining. It was the empathy part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, stories hit different when you can actually empathize. And I'm like, if I lost email and Eva at the same time, like, I wouldn't... You know what I mean? That was that was the moment that I actually, like, I started bawling. Mm-hmm. Like, bawling like Kobe, like Kobe was my brother. Because just, like, and even the couple with the daughter, I'm like, I can't imagine Ronald, Mary, and Aaron going to one of his games and then we're getting that call that they were in a fatal crash. It's like... Bro, what? what? Yeah. So the the moment that they revealed everybody that was on the cop the helicopter, that was the moment for me that I was like, yeah, this is more than basketball, and this is probably a little bit too much as a mother and a wife, and it just hit me in in a in a way that I couldn't I couldn't help but like break down in that moment. Everybody says uh, Mark Marcus Morris actually said it. He said. Kobe's a superhero. Superheroes yeah. don't die. Yeah. And it was it was that disbelief, like, nah, that, that... Yeah, you can't kill Kobe. Huh? What? Like, he had this level of invincibility about him. It was like, the name that he chose, Mamba, 
one of the most poisonous snakes in the entire earth is like without being prevented. Yeah, <laughs> and can ch- kill you within thirty seconds. Yeah, like that's how deadly those snakes are. And you just like he's in a helicopter. I right, he's just gonna grab his daughter and he's gonna jump out and they're gonna land in the hills and he's gonna roll down in the valley and he's gonna crawl his way back to the house. Like that's what you think of Kobe. Like can't no helicopter kill Kobe. Yeah. And even when the reports came out that there was fog, I'm like, knowing Kobe, he was probably like, it's just keep, fog. Yeah. We'll get through. Like, yeah. fog is going to keep me from taking my daughter to her game. Yeah. Like, we'll get through fog. And it's just, it's still, like, unbelievable. When I watch TV and it's like, Kobe Bryant dead at 41, I'm like, Kobe? It's still, it's still his, it's like, a... It's still surreal. It's nah. just like, I, I still can't believe it to this very day. Um... In celebrating uh, just the life in general and the mama mentality, uh, I was going through all the old, like, commercials when he jumped over the car. That was a big thing. Yeah. Um, But when Caden gets of age, when I tell my stories, that nigga Kobe (laughs) jumped over a school bus off the vert. Off (laughs) the vertical. And it was going 80 miles per hour. Yeah, he jumped off the vert. An entire cheese bus. Did a little uh, pose so the camera get him in the air doing the signature. Yeah, yeah. So it's so, gonna be crazy. Um, the other thing I I liked this teacher uh, was teaching his kids. He was shooting a basket, and it's this everybody knows. You shoot a basket. What's the name you shoot at? You Kobe. Your brother will never let me live this down. <laughs> we were in Florida. He was across the street. He shot something, yelled Kobe. It went in. The nigga, every time he sees me, he says, yo, you remember that time? I, and I'm like, nigga, it was a garbage. And that's... And that was like 20 years ago. That Let might be luck. So I'm not, not going to give you credit. But uh, this teacher was teaching, his, I think it was a young class. They had a little basketball, makeshift basketball in the class. Kids were shooting, and he goes, every time you shoot, you got to yell Kobe. And that, I was thinking, I'm like, where did that even start from? Like, niggas yeah. wasn't yelling MJ or yeah, the it's crazy. bird or yeah. magic. Like, it's one of those things that you did it without thinking about mm-hmm. it. You Right now, you roll a piece of paper, Kobe! Yep. Curry don't roll off. Yeah. The, even though the, Curry was a way better shooter, <laughs> even though they were way better shooters, you know what I mean? Then Kobe, like, Kobe had a terrible shooting percentage. No. But we, yeah, but you yell Kobe. It's like the universe just, like, lays certain things out. And it's it's remarkable. It's it's really it's that, really crazy. That's one of the things. Um, that Kobe thing. Uh, I know it wore on people's nerves because I used to do it all the time. And mind you, it came at a time when I I was saying, I don't like this nigga. I respect him. Yeah. I don't like this nigga. But every yeah. time I shot him, Kobe, yeah, brick or going. I'm right. like, yeah, nigga, yeah, respect me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jalen Rose, sir, I feel sorry for you. That uh, 81 will live and eat eternity. <laughs> Never escaping that. <laughs> Never. Even it probably had the the ability to just fade out 10, 20 years from now as everybody got older and they became senior citizens. But nah, <laughs> that's part of the legacy. Like that has to be glorified even more now. It's definitely my Kobe story. Jalen Rose told the coach before the game, I got Kobe. I'm locking him down. And Kobe laughed and said, all right, my nigga, 
I don't know why you would do that. That's that's gonna be my story, my Kobe story. Jalen Rose <laughs> told the coach, "I, I got him. I got him. I got him. One up. I don't need no help. One up. I got him." And then he went to work. That's gonna that's gonna that's be a story. That's gonna be my story. He went to work. Yeah. Um, do you have a makeshift Kobe story that you're gonna tell? I gotta think of one. It gotta be good. It gotta be juicy. Someone said. <laughs> Someone said Kobe wasn't having crossing Jesus out of his slippers. <laughs> now nah, you saw the meme with the one where he'd be like peeking over the crowd. It was like Kobe, Kobe in heaven looking for Will to play to play one on one. <laughs> oh man. Nah, that, that's definitely happening. Um Yeah, that's definitely happening. Uh we do want to first ballot Hall of Famer. That should have been a no-brainer even before oh, yeah. the tragedy. That was yeah. five titles, two Olympic gold medals, yeah. 18, 18 the, All-Stars, it, yeah. The list. One MVP, yeah. Yeah. It's just Yeah. It's 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 there. Yeah. Um dunk contest winner, like it's it's nothing else. No brainer. There was a um it was a funny clip of him on a late night talk show and they asked him to rank <clears throat> three greatest players. And if not, he had to eat a cow tongue. And the names they gave him were LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant. And at first, he was like, I can't answer this, man. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna just eat the cow tongue. And then the guy was like, you really going to eat the cow tongue? He was like, no, I can't do this. It's Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> then LeBron. <laughs> and I was like, okay. If you would have said anything else, I would have been like, yeah, what? Yeah, for sure. But he's not number one, but you get why he did it. it but in his mind, you Yeah, of course. You wasn't better than him in his mind. And in his mind, he you couldn't tell him that, yeah. One of the um someone posted a a, a feel-good story of when he had Smush Parker in 2010, and they were 10 games out of the playoffs. And Kobe literally was like, we're going to make the playoffs and put the team on his back. And at the end of the 10 games, he wanted to get knocked out, but that's not the point. The point yeah. of the story here is that... He got him there. He said he would do it. <laughs> he said he would do it, and he got them there. So. Yeah. Um, I don't have any sad things to say. Like I said, I wanted the energy to be in here. Be lively. Yeah. Uh, we know what's going on outside the walls. When you guys listen to this, we want you guys to be in a space of happiness, remembrance, um, celebration. Yeah. Celebration. That's why we started with uh, the feel good, and we probably will continue with the feel good. Uh, in respect, not going to give shows today, but we will urge you to watch Dear Basketball, the short. Yeah. That's... Um, Got him an Oscar. Yeah. And I thought about playing it up here. And then I said, nah, I don't I wanted to be celebratory. I cause I play that, I'll be in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Dear basketball, uh, if you haven't seen it, by all means, please take the time to Yeah, I just read an article last week. He was slated to do a bunch of on film work. He had a bunch of stuff lined up. Just, you know, his storytelling ability. Uh, Dear Basketball was a poem that he wrote years ago, and it just, you know, turned it into, like, an animated cartoon. 
Um, so he just had a a knack for, you know, storytelling and bringing that stuff to light on camera. And he was slated to do a bunch of stuff this year. And it's just, we don't get to see that second act. We don't. We don't. Um, one of my greatest sports moments, watching Derek Jeter uh, hit a walk-off on his way out. Mm-hmm. Watching Peyton win a Super Bowl on his way out. Mm-hmm. Watching uh, Ray win a Super Bowl yeah. on his way out. And Kobe dropping <clears throat> 60. Yeah. And I remember I was telling somebody a story. I was watching the game with Tiffany and I was just laughing, hysterically laughing. Because I'm like, this is how you go out. If, yeah. this, if you're yeah, they were is... like dead in the water. They were like down by 10 in the fourth quarter. And it was like, he had nobody on that team. It was like Jordan Clarkson and Larry <laughs> Nance. It was, it was like, there was nobody on that team. And he, he played damn near the whole game yeah. by himself. It was just, it was crazy. So with that, we leave you guys uh, this segment with nice, heartfelt, kind-hearted Mamba out. <laughs> did you see the Google commercial? No. You did not? Mm-mm. Google has a commercial uh, for Black History, and it, it's going through the most searched. And it goes, it goes through the most searched performance, Beyonce Homecoming. Most searched guitar solo, Prince. Most searched poet, Maya Angelou. Most searched EGOT winner. And the list goes on and on Whoopee. and on. And on. Um, but they did it. The whole commercial is black excellence. And at the end Why? of it, <clears throat> Black History Month. Who asked Google? I don't know. But <laughs> I was happy that Google was telling you, nigga, yeah, we run this. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't February, but we run this nigga. Most search everything. Um, All right, Google. I see you. Yeah, it was dope. They run it on... Uh, Trying to get it right to the picnic? Cookout? Listen, I already said if I had to work for someplace next after that commercial, yo, Google my LinkedIn. Hey, I'm loading you're... a resume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm uploading a resume. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Google. Yeah, it was it was really dope. I mean, does it matter? You're gonna cancel Google? <laughs> Where's Google going? You know what I mean? Like Google could put up the most racist, misogynistic, whatever right now, and we would still be using Google. It was a smart play. Let me tell you, it was a smart move because I I saw the commercial and I was like, "You drink the Kool Aid." I'm sold. It had some sugar in it too. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. It was pale. No, Mm-mm. it was red pale Kool Aid. It was. You ever had white people Kool-Aid before? I don't want that. No. I didn't want it either. But Why would you drink it? I, you should know. I was at a friend's they house. They don't season food. I, They're not sweetening Kool-Aid. I was, I was at a friend's house. Mm, you should have said no thanks. My mom First of all, why is your, your friend making Kool-Aid? So I was, Stick and, to lemonade, uh, Joe. So I was, and I was in school. <laughs> leave the Kool-Aid alone. I was in school. They ordered pizza. They told us to wash it down with Kool-Aid. And I thought 
Okay. And you know when you do that? Are they like niggerfying you or they genuinely drink Kool-Aid? They they drink Kool-Aid. Oh man. They drink they drink it. Uh, if I know now what I if I know then what I know now, I would have told them, I'll take some water. Or, or coke. I'll take tap water before I drink this. You do that. White folks Kool-Aid. You try to spit it back yeah, out. Yeah, nah. The, yeah. Ugh. It was Ugh. one of those. But yeah. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a good commercial. But yeah. it was during the Grammys. Did you watch the Grammys? I didn't watch the Grammys. I didn't either. I saw some of it. I, I fell asleep. I caught the highlights. I <laughs> saw Lizzo. <laughs> Proud. Proud of Lizzo. Uh, Alicia Keys did a really good job. From what I saw, trying to lighten that atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, coming off of that Kobe Bryant news, um, she was good. She's a light in a dark place. I'm sorry. I love Alicia Keys. I do too. Sometimes I feel like her hosting is the rollout for a new album or something that's coming from her. I mean, I love Alicia. Can, I love her. I, I don't blame her. I love it. You got the opportunity. I mean, a lot of people do that. Coming off of like an award performance, they'll drop a single or something. Um, so yeah, I don't blame her for playing the game. But um, what else I saw? Oh, Tyler. I saw his performance. Very Tyler-ish. Tyler won a record, a, a Grammy for Best Rap. Best Rap Album, yeah. And his album wasn't a rap album. Yeah. Which just confused me. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, because I did see people posting him... Uh, complaining about the Grammys, you know, how insulting it is, how race racist is actually the word I think he used. Yeah. Uh, like urban is, you know, euphemism for nigger stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Every year, these rappers, these artists complain about the Grammys. And they go every year. Not that they don't just go, they submit their music to the Academy. And get on get on their platform and just be tearing them down. I don't I don't understand it. It's one of those things. I wonder where we might have mentioned this before. Where you do something and you want recognition, and when you grow up, you yeah. Know, but then they the always say the, they always say it doesn't you know they don't care about Grammys they don't do it for Grammys it's, it's you know they do it for their fans they do it for the love of music they do it for the love of creating but then it's just like the Grammys is the end all be all but it's like which one is it for you do you care or do you not do you hate them or you know, and I get that I get that we always want to be a part of you know something that's sort of oppressive. I remember bringing up this point with Colin Kaepernick when people were like, well, if the NFL is so oppressive, like, why do you want to be... Because that's just human nature, you know what I mean? It's just... But I don't... For the Grammys, it's like... I don't know why they... Why do you get on the stage and just... Drake did it the other year. <laughs> now Tyler... Tyler did it Sundays. It's like... Don't submit your music. I think that's the first step. And artists won't do that because... Part of them still wants that. When, when you hear yeah, but, Grammy nominated, let's like the movies. When you when you see like Oscar nominated, like they put it Oscar nominated, Oscar when a, when a new movie or show yeah, comes Oscars out. Yeah, Oscars is to me Oscars is different because Oscar will give you a, a pay increase. 
So I can understand. It sort of kind of gives you the same in music. When you have Grammy Award winner, when you go into those meetings and you're talking uh, re-ups or contracts, it's, oh, well, no, you're not going to pay me X amount because I'm Grammy nominated. I'm Grammy winner. Like, it does something else when they're trying to put you, when your label or your team is trying to put you in front of people. It does something uh, compared to saying, hey, hey, yeah, but Tyler, Tyler don't need that. I Tyler agree. don't need to, you know, a Grammy leverage. Like he's Tyler. Like he's creating a sound. He has a crazy fan base. He'll sell out any arena. He don't need no Grammy, you know, validation. You know who I think would be the voice of the next generation and what you're saying, not submitting and all that other stuff. Russ. And I, I hate to say it, but people are like, Russ? Who's Russ? Google him. Yeah. He sells he, he out. He got more money than your favorite rapper. And he sells and out he, shows. he's selling out shows. Not and, just shows. He be selling out arenas. Yeah. Like, but Russ be getting to it. He's, he's one of those people that I look at and say, he'd be the one to not submit anything and not care about the recognition of music. He has a fan base that supports him. He has the the plaques that back up. I can put out yeah. good music yeah. and I can make more more than your favorite rapper on a tour by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he asked the question uh Quan actually, shout out to the junkie. Put it out um where where he said where Russ said, name five active rappers that can sell out arenas by themselves. Yeah. By themselves. Not name Cole, Drake, and Kendrick. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Tyler and Travis would be the first two names yeah. to come to my mind. Yeah. And that's where you take deeper, longer breaks trying to figure out who's three, mm -hmm. four, and five. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. Tyler's one of those people where why submit it then? If you've already created this atmosphere around you, this following around you where people respect your creativeness, why even yeah. submit it? Wow, 100%. Did you see that um, it was actually a, a big scandal with the Grammy, <clears throat> Grammy CEO and things like that for the guy who stepped down? He was involved in uh, some sex scandals. He stepped down, and then it came out, of course, everybody knows, but it came out that the Grammy voting is sort of kind of scales are slightly weighed. And you got some Sounds about white. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, and it's like, uh, duh, y'all needed to know that old white people voting on yeah. I mean, but it's good to actually have that evidence. You know what I mean? Like, it's different to, like, just have in your mind, this is how this goes, but then to for it to actually be in black and white, like, this is really what they were doing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so... Uh, Billie Eilish, I think, mm -hmm. cleaned up. I saw her name a lot on mm -hmm. the recaps of everybody that won. What I don't like... Um, and maybe call me conspiracy theory person, but... Uh-oh. Do you think the jig is up for DJ Khaled? 
Yeah, he's put out the same three albums back to back. It's like, what give me I, something else, Khaled. What I don't like, because um, it's like, okay, no. What I don't like, I feel like Nipsey's name was attached post-humorous almost to like, I don't want to say profit Khaled, but it ends up working in his favor. It's not a bad thing that you got a leading single with Nipsey Hussle. Well, and to be fair to Khaled, that was already in the works. Um, they were actually in L.A. the day before Nipsey was murdered um, doing the video. And um, he did reach out to Lauren and was like, I would like this to be the single only if you okay it, because like you're being very skeptical about it, it would it would seem very sketchy off the heels of this guy being murdered. That this is my you know single. In other words, my lead single. Like, if I didn't have your support, it would look like a money grab. Right, and then he said that all of the proceeds would go to whatever foundation uh, Nip had in place or whatever you know Lauren chose to do with the money. But, yeah, Khaled is, is monotonous. It's just been like, give me Beyonce and a Bieber Future. and a Chance. And yeah. It's just okay. It's just, you know, it doesn't move. It's not moving the scales for me. Khaled drops the adult version of Kids Bob. That is a very good analogy. It, That's pretty much what it is. He's not creating anything new. He's not pushing the lane. He's not, he's not <laughs> culture or anything he's forward. He's just making very common, mundane <laughs> music. It sounds like I got a song, send it to this person, send mm-hmm. it to this person, send it to this person. Mm-hmm. I miss the days where you could feel the energy of people working together in yeah. one room versus mail my verse and yeah. whatever. I do the yeah. verse a year ago. I don't remember until a song comes out. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. That's mad old. Yeah. But here we are. Um, yeah, I'm one of those people that think thinks the jig is up for Khaled, and we're going to have to see where he goes from here. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's, it, takes him a, it takes him a long time to make an album. When you have so many. Yeah, maybe he should just cut him down to like 10. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a producer or I'm not a, a a music creator, but it just it just he seemed to need a new formula as a consumer. It's just like All right, Khaled, this, this is the same thing with the lion. That album with the lion on the cover like <laughs> this is the same one with your baby on the cover. Like I've heard this already. <laughs> Give me something else, you know what I mean? Like Certain people, you give me a sound. If you're producing, you should have a sound. Like Pharrell has a sound. If you play a song right now, I'd be like, "Oh, Pharrell made that. Timbo did that. Just Blaze did that." Like, you're supposed to be a producer or whatever. Like, what's your sound, bro? Just I throwing a bunch just, of A-list artists on your on your tracks. Like, just getting ready to say that wears off. He doesn't have a sound. Yeah, wears you hear off. A mustard. You hear mustard. Um, a mustard song. You like? Oh, okay. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you can identify these producers now. It's just, and Khaled is just give me the biggest artist, 
put them on the track together and let it do what it do. And that's every album. Every album. Every album, every track, every, like, I remember asking one point, is this nigga even a DJ? Like, <laughs> Yeah, because. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a DJ? <laughs> the name DJ and I haven't seen you cut one record yeah <laughs> you play your albums and I haven't, I haven't heard Khaled scratch yeah. mix anything but here we are DJ yeah give us something else Khaled it is what it is uh what else was your big Grammy takeaway the Alicia Keys thing saying that okay um Lizzo winning over Beyonce. I didn't understand. Why don't Why don't people understand that? Why don't people get that that Lizzo record was way bigger than Spirit? Sing the chorus to Spirit. I can oh. call in when you mm-hmm. order pizza. Yeah, exactly. Watching Lion Spirit. King. Yeah, Just Spirit. See? Simba, why'd you run away? Yeah. <laughs> you see? <laughs> you see? The, the argument could be made that Lizzo's a plant. That she was sent here from the industry to... To do what? Lizzo's been grinding a longer That's time. Right here. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing Lizzo on Two Dope Queens twerking with her ass out, mind you. And people are so like nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Lizzo's been where I remember sending. <laughs> she was overseas with her ass out and <laughs> taking a picture of the white lady looking at her, a little old white lady. That had to be two years ago. But this has been Lizzo for a long time, big with her ass out and her flute in her hand. I don't think I want to see Lizzo's ass again. It doesn't matter. I'll be okay. Not. It doesn't matter. Not ever seeing it again. I'm, I'm just. It doesn't matter. It will. You will see it again. Nobody it's plays gonna pool be naked. Out. I'm just gonna go ahead. And it's gonna be out. Put that out there. No one. It's going to be. plays pool. It's naked. going to be out. Uh, her winning over Beyonce wasn't the thing. I get the the song was everywhere. She's a bigger artist at the right now than Beyonce. That all could change with a... I mean, yeah, of course. It's it's, it's Beyonce, you know what I mean? Like, but 20... Wait, wait, 2019? Lizzo was the biggest artist. Well, not the biggest, but she was a bigger artist than Beyonce for the year of 2019. So it only made sense. Whatever, nigga. I'm off it. Um, quick... We off that... Yeah, remember that Jake and Jay-Z song where they said everything that they were off and Nigga, still warm? Nigga, we off that. Yep. Tim's and still Tim's. warm. And Yankee Fitteds and still warm. And Jersey. Now he wear paper plane fitteds. I, I would Jerseys be off that. Um, What's one of the things you had mauve. to... Mauve. What color? This is mauve. Mauve. Feeling mauveless. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jersey, shut up. <laughs> 
You feel like King? Marvelous. Feeling marvelous. It's marvelous. Like, all right. What's uh, one of the things you had to give up moving in with? Guns? You had to give up guns? Yeah. Okay. Well, they were allegedly. At, they were having a conversation about uh, making adjustments to living with somebody. And they were asking, well, is it really that, like, how would you describe living with somebody? And it made me want to ask you, what was one of the things you had to fight to give up in order to live with? Baby, because I'm a thug. Nothing. Oh, wait, every day. Baby, because I'm a thug. Wouldn't change for the world. Baby, because I'm, I didn't give up one thing. You didn't have to make any adjustments? Because I'm a thug. I hear what you're saying. It's a It's a flex. I don't know if people are catching the flex, but it's a flex. It's a flex. Um, women have that luxury of being able to say, yeah, I don't have to make many adjustments, which is he crap. He didn't either. I want to call him right now. I want to call him right now and ask him. Adjustments? The toilet seat? Like, is that really an adjustment? Y'all niggas should have been putting toilet seats down anyway once you finish dropping some liquid. So you drop, you watch sports all day, every day. Uh-huh. Mel does not on occasion. Uh-huh. I get having multiple TVs. Uh-huh. But in the area of comfort, where you want it like, let's say it's Sunday night. And it's a playoff Ooh. game on. Wait, wait, wait. It's a playoff game on, but Curb is on at the same time. What um, happens? It depends on what playoff game it is. If it's like the Nuggets and the Spurs, who cares? Um, But we have YouTube TV and I have an iPad, so <laughs> I, can put, I can put the iPad in my lap and watch. <laughs> and that happens a lot of times. He watches, you know, like CNN and um, some stuff we'll watch together, like The View, uh, Curb. Like, we have a lot of common shows. Uh, but, yeah, if it's something that I really want to watch, like sports-related, I'll get my iPad. Biggest adjustment for me, uh, being a gamer, is, and I said this about said to somebody the other day, I envy you single niggas that can play your game without worrying about a kid. Yeah, I can imagine how that changes everything. Not just being married, but the kids. Bro. <laughs> Having to stop to feed your baby, change the baby. Caden's at a point now where he's past that control is unplugged. That nigga knows. Oh, he knows. When the light's off, nigga, the control ain't on. Yeah. So he, but you got to... That could be fun, though. It, it could be, unless you're like, the other day, <laughs> he pulled the whole plug out the wall because he was trying to get to... No. <laughs> pulled the whole plug out the wall because he was trying to plug something in. And I was like... <laughs> what was he trying to plug in? <laughs> he had a USB. He had his own aux cord. What? I don't understand. What was he trying to plug in? <laughs> was, oh, man. Shout out to one. Ari. It was one of those things I was like... Did you want to throw him? His mother was like, all right, come over here because I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if daddy... I'm like, fam. 
just it's one of those things you just gotta suck up and be like, yeah. All right, There's nothing you could do. Just, you know, keep it pushing. Wait till you go to sleep. Keep it pushing. And then when you do go to sleep, you have to spend quality time. Yeah, the wife is there. So if the wife doesn't go to sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning, now you jump on the game at 2.30, and yeah. by 2.35, you're sleeping with the control in your hand. So yeah, that's one of the... Oh, that's one, yeah, that, that was sucks one for you. I'm sorry. Not really, but, you know. Spirit! <laughs> See Simbaroth. There were better songs on that soundtrack. In that category? Oh, that soundtrack? I didn't even. I just, that I one, that one spoke to my spirit. I'm sure it did. Quite honestly. I, I see what you did there. I like the. That album was a little meh. It was some good songs. Yeah, on it, was it, a, it was a few good songs. The Black Something, Black Girl Something. Yes. Black Skin Girl, Brown Skin Girl, something like that. That was a good one. That was one of the better ones. But Spirit was good. Whatever. When you Spirit! <laughs> <laughs> when you have Super Bowl parties. I oh, know you... shout out to Fresh Fire. Huh? The youngings asked me to plug their Super Bowl party. Huh? You see the lob I just gave y'all? On my podcast. You see the lob I just that gave y'all? Kobe lob. Uh... So yeah, Fresh Fire is having a Super Bowl party. Uh, it will be no liquor. Sorry. If you are in the greater New York area, come on down. 628 Central Avenue. Super Bowl. What time does Super Bowl start? Six? Six. Six. We live. Huh? It's going to be mad food, though. They got a lot of food. Uh, beverages, not alcoholic. Beverages. Snacks, candy. We're watching it on a big screen, a little teeny tiny flat screen. <laughs> Uh, we got the big old projector. So yeah, come on down to the Super Bowl party. Is it a fee? We gotta pay a cover. Ten dollar cover. Ten dollar cover. Uh, first fire. I I f's with y'all. Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's gonna be real food though. It's like it's not just like you know nachos and dip. It's going to be like chicken and rice and salads, chips, candy, juice, soda, water. It's going to be a real spread. So it's worth it. If Chrissy ain't making peach cobbler, I ain't coming. (laughs) (laughs) She's not. (laughs) We want no parts. (laughs) So, yeah, this Sunday, the young ones are throwing this year's Super Bowl party for Fresh Fire. And they did ask me to plug it, so. Did plug. your kids' school wear uh, do jerseys? Does my kids' school? Yeah, for like. Yeah, they did it already. They are. Yeah. They're doing. Uh, they're doing Sports Jersey Day. Day on Friday, and they ask people to. The teachers like they don't, it doesn't have to be a football jersey. I'm like, well, why would you have a Super Bowl party and tell them to wear any jersey? But I get it. Kids, people, parents. Do you have a jersey for your kid? I got two. Which ones? Patty Mahomes was the original one, but now he's only wearing 24. Okay. That's the jersey he's wearing. Even though it's a Super Bowl party, it's only right. It's only fitting. He's How do you feel 24. about Nike pulling all of the uh, Mamba gear? Shoes and everything. I respect it. I respect it. Because it can be seen as... Uh, Using somebody's name to sell merch. 
And Nike's been doing moves consistently that's made me be like, head nod. I get it. But yeah, you don't want to seem a billion dollar company that it's it's like when artists die and now their song stream. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're eating off of a deceased person's catalog. Yeah. I respect that. Um, But that's, that was the conversation we were having because Stephen's like, I don't even know who to get him. I'm like, the same color as Pat Mahomes, nigga. Get him Pat Mahomes jersey. Makes sense. And then I'm like, yeah, Audible. Audible. Makes uh, more Omaha! sense. Makes more sense. At the line. Audible at the line. Um, Are you checking down on the Audible? Or are you scrambling? I'm scrambling. I ain't paid, man. Oh, okay. Nigga, I'm out. All right. Blue! Blue! Mike, 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 Mike. Omaha. I'm out. Okay. Actually, on Peyton's Places, he did a QB thing. And he said, a lot of that stuff at the line was just gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) He said, a lot of it was just gibberish. Um, He said, Lyman didn't really know, need to care for what the plays were. A lot of it was... Him looking at off defenses, trying to see what's happening, and just flailing about, yelling out stuff. But when they got to it, everybody on the team knew what the the hut, the hike word was. Makes sense. But in that, I watched him say his son wants to be a quarterback, which made him go mm. around and ask different quarterbacks what they like about playing the game. And I said, if Peyton Manning is teaching his son how to be a quarterback. God bless whatever team. Well, that's going to be very dangerous. Here's where it could get dicey. Because he could impart everything he knows and it still might not translate. All right. Or it could just be, it might not be the time for a Peyton-like quarterback to be in the in the NFL 20 years from now. You know what I mean? With it being so mobile. He may have wills. I hope so. He's white, so, you know. <laughs> you probably don't. We've seen Brady's <laughs> combine. <laughs> who, throws the, who throws the better spiral, Brady's kid or Manning's kid? Well, if the apple don't fall far, got to give it to Brady's kid. What's his name? Little Jax? Tom? Tom Jr.? What's your kid name, Hawk. Tom? T- Tom, Brady's kid's name's Huck. It's Huck not. Brady. <laughs> Huckleberry? How you call Tom Brady's on Huckleberry? Huck. Hey, Huck. That's His son's name's Huck. That's just my story. I'm sticking with it. It's um, disrespectful. But you go Brady. Brady's son has the better spiral, you say. I don't know. Yeah, but probably, probably Peyton because he has, they have football lineage. So he's probably bound to just be better than his dad. If Eli Manning can win 117 games and have a... Yeah, obviously, it's not a losing record. It's an even record. Yeah. Two Super Bowls. 500. Two, uh, two Bowl MVPs. Yeah. Anything can happen. Does, yeah. Does Breeze let it go? No. 
You think he plays how many more? Uh, I, uh, at least next year. <laughs> this Philip Rivers. <laughs> then, then they part ways. <laughs> the Chargers was like, "We good on you, fam." <laughs> you want to go to Florida? Cool. <laughs> you need help? You need oh moving trucks? Oh my god! <laughs> we'll send like, you first class. Like, guy. Right. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's nasty, bro. Charge just moved on. They don't even got no quarterback. Do you think he uh, goes someplace else? Or yeah, he definitely plays somewhere in Florida. Dolphins. Dolphins will take him. They got while they develop. They got Fitz Magic, man. Nah, they got Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. He ain't got no more magic. <laughs> it's done. Magic has fizzed. <laughs> He got fit, done. Fitz Magic, man. Yeah, okay. I think Phil, I could see him going to Tampa. And then what about Jameis? They throw the same amount of interceptions, so <laughs> take, take, pick your poison. They throw the same amount of interceptions. <laughs> oh, man. Free my guy Jameis, yo. Put him in a real system. Put Jameis in a real system. It's not going to stop him. Put Jameis. <laughs> hey, yo, Bill Belichick. No. No. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, Rob. No. <laughs> Get my guy in the system. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You are you're a hater. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're a hater. Nope. Get my guy in New England Mm-mm. and watch him flourish. You remember the Tim Tebow experiment in New England? <laughs> See how that worked? But Brady was still there. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, that was an experiment. That wasn't no real experiment. No, I, I speak for all the New England fans, and I'm not one. No, I I, I wouldn't even want to see Jameis. Yo, Jameis would fly in New England. Okay, he probably too stupid for the playbook. Nigga. Honestly, <laughs> but such your dumb ass down. And you'll be like, give me her, her. give me her. <laughs> Wait, we go. So we we the O's, right? (laughs) I see X's and O's here. We the O's, right? Oh man, yo, get off my guy, Jameis, like that. (laughs) Jameis ain't it. Sorry, can't do it. Jameis ain't it. Ain't it? Uh, I believe I'm coming to a close on this here. Episode. We got to get our invitation to the uh, Rock Nation brunch. It has to happen. It has to happen. I can give a better speech than Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's speech was. Listen, listen, listen. It's about the books that aye, you're reading. Aye. It's about the books. Aye. Like, <laughs> Kevin, I'm going to send you a little miniature. <laughs> Uh, if it's not an autobiography <laughs> and it's not digital, get it an auto book. <laughs> like, that's, that's how we're going to end it in this version. <laughs> like, what? Like, not Kev. Thanks, no thanks. Like you had Robert Kraft in the room, you had the Sony executive room, Mike, and y'all niggas lit. Ruben was there. Kevin Hart. Yeah, like Kev talk. Little teeny tiny Kev. Could have let, what's, what's Diddy's son name? Which one? You want to look Christian? just like him? Yeah, let Christian speak for all that. 
Throw Chris in the middle. <laughs> Y'all my idols. I look up to you Yo, niggas. Meg the Stallion was there. Let the Stallion give the speech. Anybody? You want to go to a Rock Nation brunch? I just want to go for the actual food. I don't see anyone ever eat. They always. They don't care about the food. They care about the, the social part. Nigga, I goes to brunch to eat. I don't know about nothing else. You, unlimited mimosas are fine, but nigga, I goes to eat. Did they have real brunch food? It just looked like finger. I, I never see. Like, I never. I saw a, a spread. It was like grapes and crackers and cheese. I didn't see any like grits and shrimp and waffles and chicken. Would you have brunch? Are you a brunch person? I'm not. Really? Brunch person. I would go, but I'm not like. I don't like make plans for it, but if somebody's having like a brunch thing, I'm there. What's the age where brunch things kind of die out? Never. All right. Brunch is always in order. It's like dinner. I'll see you at your brunch. You're going to stop dining at a certain age? No, nigga. It's your go to diner. Diner? Diner. I don't do diners. For real? It's fast food. Why would I? All right, so I had this argument before. My definition of fast food is like chain restaurants. Mm-mm. Diner food is fast food. Mm. It is. So you don't do fast food? I try not to. It has to be very a very dire situation, like late at night, starving, headache. So what do you classify pill, Uber Eats? They're not fast food? Uh, yeah, we do Uber Eats. What's the difference? Mm, no. So diner and Red Lobster are not the same thing? In your definition, because you said a diner is fast food. They're not the same thing? A diner is fast food. Red Lobster is not fast food, no. Explain to me how you get this different level system that you have. Have you just just watched what happens in the diner? It's, it's fast food. It comes right out. Whatever you order. <sighs> All right. I see what this is. Folks, uh, I don't want to say get your excuses ready because we're, we're going to be productive. 14 be... million people will call out on Monday morning. I can see that. I can see that. That's a very direct number. I saw it today. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you. Well, niggas. Well, that's all we got. Well, niggas. I, I really want to get on my artist level with the headphones. Are on you well, me. niggas? Mm. I'm at the well, niggas. Woo. Keep going. Yo. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Nah. All right. All right. We got to get the engineer. Catch y'all, niggas. Oh. Yes, sir.